This one we're talking about Black Lives Matter, about the global BLM protests. Uh, we're talking about one which is an analysis of what's going on in the US, one which is a kind of more British take. Uh, and then thirdly, we're going to be discussing my article, which came out in Damage this week on, well, for you, it'll be last week, uh, on global Americanization, the globalization of wokeness and so on. Um, very much to the point uh, is what we were just talking about, about British TV shows getting canceled. Um <laughs> Or, or getting taken off air because they uh, didn't don't fit the prejudices of today. I think Phil, you were tweeting about this earlier today. Retrospectively cancelled. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Phil, you were tweeting about this today, right? Like the, the, like something like no longer fits the whatever tenor of the times, but it was like an, a show from only ten years ago, which kind yeah. of yeah. So it's extraordinary. Yeah, My, the Mighty Bush. Um, and by uh, two guys who are still very much um, what is his name, Noel Fielding and William um, Barrett. No, Yes, Julian Barrett, that's right. Two guys who are very much, um, you know, kind of uh, active, non-retired, working and present in British um, in British television and comedy and various TV shows. And the way it was presented as if it was, you know, like the black and white minstrels show or something from, you know, some kind of um, half a century ago back in the 1950s. It was an ast- astonishing um rewriting essentially and i mean um i guess i guess that makes it i guess i I mean the not not to justify it but i guess to explain it is that because it's kind of contemporaneous with our period it's more embarrassing to them because there's someone in blackface i mean it's not even properly blackface but anyway um that 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 feels more embarrassing to them than something which is like from the 1950s and obviously racist where it's like oh yeah but that was the bad racist days of the 50s we're not like that anymore yeah i mean but but I it's also so. preempt- it must be it's preemptive as well so it's not you know i don't think that anyone um you know sat down and were kind of thought um you know kind of was uh, under pressure i think so it shows the kind of the built-in logic of escalation it's a preemptive move, and maybe some people do think it's racist and problematic who work for the BBC, and but mainly they would have persuaded others that there is no, we have no way to defend ourselves, to defend our content, and we're racist, yeah. in fact. And so they immediately kind of conceded <laughs> the point that yeah, they're racist, yeah. and we see yeah. it across institutions, universities in particular, um, and professional associations. Um, most kind of dramatically, if you see it with, say, for instance, shock. I mean, it's really shocking. So you see it, for instance, with, um, <laughs> excuse me, my union, the University College um, Union in the in the UK, the lo- largest higher education union in the world, and the General Secretary Joe Grady has basically issued a statement um, saying we're racist. You know, effectively slandering the entire membership and saying that the association itself is riddled with um, racist attitudes and prejudice and, and is part of reproducing um, systemic racism. And so how on earth is such an organization? But, it, you know, the same people who kind of think that they're fighting racism are also at the same time part of a racist organization, and it just collapses in on itself. And I think maybe this kind of the way in which it disables action, disables thought, disables causality is indeed one of its um, uh, effects. You know, that's the way it works in, yeah. in effect. Um, because, you know, the, the racist organization is expected to purge the country and universities <laughs> of racism. I mean, it just doesn't, you know, it literally is incoherent. Um, and so this is the climax of this self-flagellating mm. 
collapse of morale yeah. and analysis and everything. Anyway, but I'm it's, getting carried away. No, no, I think it's I think it puts universities in in your case in a, in a in a bit of a tricky position to then go and ask for funding from the government because you're essentially saying on the one hand this is a problematic racist organization or set of organizations and on the other hand can you please fund us government so and run run by a government that they accuse of being white supremacist and they Mm, need to turn to that government to get support for higher education in this country after saying the universities are racist our unions are racist the government is white supremacist give us money (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, it does seem like a yeah, like particularly kind of like neoliberal immobilism. Like nothing gets done, and that's kind of the way yeah, that people exactly. in power are, are very happy for it to be. Really, exactly. Yeah, 